VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Traveling to one of the big conference tourneys in Nashville or Minneapolis this March? Well, do yourself a favor and stay at graduate hotels. The Bridgestone Arena, Target Center, their hotels are close to both tournament venues. So why would you stay anywhere else? They're obsessed with college sports. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool detail for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Plus, our listeners can get up to 30% off with promo code CRSHOW. That's code CRSHOW. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. You know our trusted partner, TireRack.com, for their fast free shipping, free road hazard protection, convenient installation options, and their great selection of the best tires. Like the highly consumer-rated Continental Extreme Contact DWS 06 Plus. But did you know they sell other automotive products? Wheels, brakes, and suspension, just to name a few. Everything you need to elevate your drive. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey, thanks for listening to the Best of Cavino and Rich podcast. Be sure to catch us live every day from 5 to 7 p.m. Eastern, 2 to 4 Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Cavino and Rich at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Do you guys remember, like, maybe over the last five years, would you, could we all agree that someone saying, I'm on my grind, rise and grind, the whole like grind, grind, grind. That was sort of like, it it was overdone. Like every person that was hustling just a little bit was on their hustling grind. It just depends, Rich, because not everybody's on their grind. You got to walk the talk, you know, it becomes a bumper sticker, a t-shirt, or just some phrase that a bunch of influencers or wannabes throw out there. There are people that live with that fire and live with that passion all the time. It's just a matter of it being overused. Yeah, rise and grind. I'm grinding, hustling, grinding. And I, I sort of got sick of that. I feel like I know the new version of that. The 2023 buzz phrase that is starting to have me roll my eyes a little bit because it does apply. It does apply to guys like Jimmy Butler and other gamers. But, Danny, back me up on this or not, the phrase that everyone's been using, yo, does he have that dog in him? Yo, he's got that dog in him. <laughs> that's, that's, isn't that the new, like, oh, God, please. It's overused already, I think. Yeah, we've heard that for the past couple of football seasons. Football, and then Jimmy Butler. There are guys where it's like, yo, you could tell he's got that dog in him. But yeah. it's become the overused sports phrase when someone has a big game where they show some guts. It's like, yo, he's got that dog in him. And I'm like, It's oh. a, a term to describe not only the guts, that fire, that passion, that undeniable, noticeable energy that can't be denied. You know, that that's often used in the fight game, too. And I made this reference before earlier with you, Rich, on our Patreon. I said guys like... Like um, Ryan Garcia, you know, people see a pretty boy in the ring, but they want to know, does he have that dog in him? And when he got knocked out by Gervonta Davis and didn't get up and took a knee, they're like, oh, he doesn't have that dog in him. So it is overused in sports, but it makes sense in sports. You know, when you're going to the office or the the factory or the oil patch, wherever you work, and you're like, yeah, I got that dog in me. It's kind of like maybe you're misusing it uh, a little no, bit. No offense. I don't think Frank in accounting has that dog in him. <laughs> right. You know, Barbara, Barbara in HR, she's got that dog in her. Stop it. Just, I just want to throw it out there. Let's ease up. Alexander Volkanovsky, he has that dog in him. Like, he's getting in the octagon. Yeah. You know, you're not getting in the octagon at, at the uh, factory you're working at. I mean, I, again, I, maybe you are. Maybe you do have that dog in you. We just don't know it yet, but it has become an overused sort of term. Yeah, that's all I'm saying. All I'm saying, Cove, is that over the last couple of years, the same way people would be like, yo, hustling and grinding, on my grind, on my hustle, they're starting to say, everyone says they now have that dog in them. And I'm like, let's reserve that for fighters, athletes, people doing things with with intensity. Like, yo, you don't have that dog in you because you're making viral videos on TikTok. Okay, I I, I okay. bet you the the words out on whether or not Wimbenyama <laughs> has that dog in him. But who does have that dog in him besides? It's so Jimmy funny. Butler. It's so funny you would say that, Danny G. When we were in Vegas for NBA Con, 
I don't you feel like we heard people be like, yo, he's big, he's young, but does he have that dog in him? Oh, That's yeah. It was, yeah. That was, <laughs> was the question the about Wemby. Yeah, yeah, we heard several people say that about yeah. Wemby. Well, because that's that's an intangible that you just don't know. Like maybe he did, but does he have it in the NBA, right? You know, will it translate on that next level? So it's like an important stat that is an intangible stat that you really just don't know. Like, hey, this guy's got the quickness. He's got the speed. He's got all the tools. But does he have that dog in him? It does apply in sports, and it does apply in life in a lot of ways. It's just annoying at this point. So anyone else come to mind? You said Jimmy Butler. I think that's a great one. Who's got that dog in him? Like, who comes to mind when you think of that's someone who's really got, like, Tyson in his prime has that dog in him? I mean, I'm going to watch quarterbacks starting tonight, but Patrick Mahomes, the way he shakes off injuries, he's a gamer. In the Super Bowl, when his ankle was all banged up, you knew that he was not taking himself out of that game. He may, you know, he may, may be a little cheesy compared to some of these fighters you're talking about, but yo, Patrick Mahomes got that dog in him. <laughs> so, he does. He does. I, I just it think, goes with that mentality. I believe yeah. it's a Tyson quote of, it's hard to beat someone that never gives up. And that pretty much defines what it means to have that dog in you. So let's yeah. so use just, it wisely uh, moving forward. That's, that's my point. My point is I don't hate the phrase as much as much like rise and grind. I got my hustle. I'm on my hustle. I'm on my grind. Not everyone is. Let's, let's take it easy on using it properly. So do you have that dog in you? Does not apply to, uh, you know, Tyler who works at The Gap. Like, hey, Rich, don't, come, slow no, down. <laughs> exactly. But how about when, when Ellie De La Cruz, you know, slides into second and he's pumping his chest like that? I'd say he's got some dog yeah. in him at this point. Yeah. You know, it's still I, I early mean, in his I, career, but. I don't hate it. I just hate the usage. So, hey, keep that in mind. We're going to get to a bunch today on CNR. Could I start you with a trivia question before we get into a little something about NFL star DK Metcalf? Sure. So yesterday was the anniversary of we landed on the moon. Yesterday was the anniversary of the moon landing. Now today, did not quite. Not sure about that. I guess we'll never sure about that. Camino's watching too many TikTok conspiracy videos. I'm just kidding. I'm I'm (laughs) absolutely certain that we did. uh, On this day. In 1996, a lot of you might have been in high school, college, might have been a little kid, might have been a grown-up already. On this day in 1996 was the debut of a very popular talk show. Now, there have been a few hosts of this show. One of them just walked away. One's a legend. The original host of this show was a college basketball player that ended up being a broadcaster in sports as well. What show debuted... 27 years ago today. Um, was it like the late, late show, Craig Kilborn being one of the hosts? The Daily Show with Craig oh, Kilborn. The, the Daily Show. Hey, look, at you, right. G, look at you. You know, I didn't even need to, you didn't even need to think about it, huh? I, I mean, I didn't get it completely right, but yeah, I was on the right track. So, Yeah, Craig Kilborn. Do you remember if you were a younger person before Jon Stewart, before Trevor Noah, Craig Kilborn, who was on ESPN, and before that, he played college hoops at a, you know, I think a Division two or three school. But Craig Kilborn, who we haven't heard from, what feels like in decades, he, he was, was on a great trajectory. I thought he was doing really well as a talk show host. I mean, again, he was on ESPN as a as an sports anchor, center anchor yeah. sports center, doing his thing. He was in movies and. I feel like Greg Kinnear stole his career or something like that. He was in a, he was in old school. Wasn't he in old school, I believe, yeah, right? I think he was. Yeah, I think like him and Greg Kinnear were up for the same roles and Greg Kinnear like won out or something. I feel like they're just you know, it's, it's sort of like how, uh, it's sort of how like Jason Lee lost his gimmick to Ryan Reynolds. Yeah, yeah, like the same sort of vibe, you know. But yeah, I mean, a great career nonetheless, and he definitely did his thing in sports. So props to him. Well, that was what year? Ninety six. I only bring it up because I saw that today, and I, you know, I made sure it was correct. But yeah, on this day in ninety six, a lot of us were in high school, junior high, college, and you think back and you're like, yo, I remember Craig Kilborn. And then of course, the ESPN days, everything he did, and then all of a sudden he just sort of did that late show for a minute and was like, well, you know, I'm out. I'm not saying he was the first, but he was one of the better ones bringing humor into sports. You know, I, I'm yeah. not saying, again, that Dan Patrick and Keith Olbermann and all these other guys didn't do it because, of course, they did. But he was really a natural at making that kind of funny and entertaining. 
No doubt. So, hey, today we uh, we think back. That was that was that the heyday or John Stewart? I wasn't a huge Daily Show guy, but it was Kilborn, John Stewart, and Trevor Noah. And now, what they're looking for another person? Did they pick I, someone I yet? I guess so. I mean, I think. John Stewart's probably the king of that yeah. run, but I'm not a big fan myself either. Uh, but that's crazy that it's been that long as we flash it back on a Friday. Well, I mean, think about it. Craig Kilborn was <laughs> – he was hosting The Daily Show the last time the Dallas Cowboys won a Super Bowl. That's how long ago it's been. Yeah. Look at that. All right, well, hey, CNR on FSR. Now, today I saw was – National Junk Food Day. And I feel like the last couple of weeks, you and I both been on the road visiting family and friends in different cities. And it's a great opportunity to just eat like a complete slob. Yeah, dude. Every day has been Junk Food Day here in Jersey. Rich and I have been debating, like, is the food just better here? Or is there just such a lack of healthy options on the East Coast? When I'm in New Jersey, it's pizza cheesesteaks, Taylor ham sandwiches every day. Lots of carbs, lots of bread, lots of bagels. And I can never find like a salad place. When you live in L.A., there's lots of healthier options. So every day has been a junk food day. And when I'm visiting my mom, it's like I'm eating like I'm 12 years old all over again. I I got Captain Endless Captain Crunch. They got flavors I didn't even know they had. So cereals and sugar and cookies, lots of junk food. There's a clip. Floating around social media again. I know it's not new. I, I'm not uh, I'm not Dickie Columbus. I'm not saying something's new when it's already been discovered. But the clip is making the rounds again, which is the funny part about TikTok and Instagram and Facebook. You start seeing clips and you're like, wait a minute. I've seen that before. They, it's almost like it gets uh, reborn. Yeah, sometimes things resurface and somehow goes viral again and... That's the deal with this DK Metcalf clip. But that's also my gripe with TikTok. Why isn't there like a date right there when you're watching a video so you could see how old it is? Like, hey, when is this from? That should be automatic. I don't get it. If you're living that life, it should be right there front and center. And I never see it. Maybe it's it's there, but I don't Yeah, It's a guessing game. Well, take a listen to DK Metcalf's. I mean, this is a year ago, but still, the guy's saying he still does it. So take a listen to what he eats in a day. I eat one meal a day, drink one coffee, and eat like three, four bags of candy. Man, define bags of candy, man. Jelly beans. Nah, see, I'm a gummy, (laughs) gummy, gummy type of guy. So you get your lifesavers. Come on, man. Stop. Stop, man. Come on. Hold on. Hold on, man. So, all right, I'm just taking you through yesterday. So yesterday I woke up, worked out, worked out again. Came home, showered. I'm hungry. Run to Starbucks, get a quick coffee. That's going to hold me to like 4, 5 o'clock. Around 4.30, I ordered some candy and a water. So I got, what did I get yesterday? I got the Skittles gummies. Then I got uh, the <laughs> Lifesaver Creations. they the same size bag, so I just mix them. Eat that, that's going to hold me to like 8 o'clock where I'm having dinner, 8, 9. And then I eat dinner, go to sleep. That's an everyday thing? That's a that's- Monday through Friday, Monday through Sunday, Monday through Monday? You know, not you eating candy like that, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Yo. I mean, it goes to show you how much this beastodon is burning off because the average fella could not live like that. You'd be a slob, and you that dude's well, a specimen. I'm a gummy type of guy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so Danny, is Rich, but a totally different so kind many, of gummy. So many questions, Rich. He said, then I order a bag of candy. Who does he order that from? Yeah, he's so baller that he doesn't even go to the candy yeah. shop. He's just, he's ordering Grubhub, like, yo, bring me some Sour Patch Kids. <laughs> I noticed that. He's got Haribo on standby. <laughs> yeah, so the question is on National Junk Food Day, you see guys like Floyd Mayweather Jr., who always would brag about how he works out so hard and he trains to such a level that the dude could just eat McDonald's every day and still have a shredded eight-pack. You see guys like Michael Phelps during the Olympics. Remember Phelps would, uh, the guy's taking in like tens of thousands of calories a day. So I ask you, if it didn't matter, if health and all this wasn't a concern, and you had the metabolism and the training of a DK Metcalf, a Floyd Mayweather Jr., a Michael Phelps in his Olympic prime, would you eat that way every day if you could? Like if I said, Kavino, every oh, day absolutely. you could have Taco Bell, you could have pizza, you could have two bags of Sour Patch Kids every day. Would you do that? And what would you if, eat? If there was no consequence, I think everybody would, unless you're some 
crazy slim good body John Bastow fitness guru. Why wouldn't you? I'd have pizza every day. Pizza now, Ramos, and- Ramos, what would you eat every day? If, if calories and health and none of this was a concern, would you be having pizza every day? Would you be eating I, bags of candy, chocolate? What would you be doing? Yes, uh, uh, sweets, like any type of uh, like um, cinnamon buns or all that type Ooh. of stuff. Yeah, cinnamon rolls. <laughs> I love that I've stuff. I've noticed that you can't Twi- keep Twinkies. your hands off the buns. <laughs> Ramos, is got, Ramos will be hanging out at, uh, at the mall getting Auntie Anne pretzels and he'll be getting <laughs> cinnamons. Right. I love that stuff, yes. You know, um, and then I would think about it even more, Camino. Would you not, I'm being serious, every night, when do you have like a big-ass milkshake or a big ice cream sundae every day? DK Metcalf, guys like that, are such specimens that metabolism hasn't kicked in yet. They're eating the way you did when you were 12. You forgot uh, another sports legend that sort of ate this way however he wanted, and that's the uh, great Bambino who had at least five or six hot dogs before every game. <laughs> that is As true. you see, right, you see that slob eating hot dogs in every highlight. It's like every highlight you see, you see him running real fast, hitting a home run, probably running real fast back to the dugout to eat another hot dog. Pretty crazy to think that a guy that is such an elite athlete Think about it. There are days where you probably have a cup of coffee. You have one, you know, you have one, two meals because you're just on the run, on the go. But imagine that every day with multiple bags of candy and treats. That's the life. And and he said, by the way, when I sent this clip to the editing room, the guys were debating like, yo, that can't still be true. Is he doing that still? That was like year one in the NFL for him. But there's people saying, yeah, he still eats multiple bags of candy a day. Well, here's the thing. I mean, look. I love my sweets, and as I said, you know, I love my cereal. I'm a cereal killer, dude. I got Captain Crunch on standby. Cocoa Pebbles for days. If I could eat how I wanted, I'd probably eat like a 12-year-old. But again, we have repercussions and, and consequences to that. The thing is, if he continues with those habits after his career, he's going to be a slob. And we see that so often in sports. How many guys in sports probably do eat like that? And we just don't know it. They're just burning so much because they're working like machines every day. Yeah, dude, and then is... their career ends and they continue on with those habits. Uh, and you fast forward, you see them a few months later and they look like a heavy set version of themselves because they never cut back on their food habits. Yeah. I mean, th- this is not a Kavino Rich, let's shame people segment, but I always remember a few years after he retired. Ken Griffey Jr. must have had to make the adjustments. Remember in the beginning, he had like some big belly. Like it was like, oh, wow, I'm not playing baseball every day. Because he probably was eating the same way. Um, so, you see his boxing, and just in the especially. news, hey, I'm sorry, Covino, before you get to boxing, we just uh, read this story about Zion. Yeah. Yeah. Trying to follow in uh, King oh, James' yeah. footsteps and get lean and mean and spend more money on trainers and nutrition. Dude. Russell Wilson, when he went to Denver, do you remember they sort of broke down his, and this was a few athletes, but I remember Russ, wasn't it that he spent over a million or so a year on trainers and yeah. chefs and eating? And like you say to yourself, well, why not? If you're making 40 something million dollars a year as, a, as an elite quarterback in the NFL, why would you not spend a million dollars to keep your body fine-tuned? Now, I got two examples, then a question, and then we'll let you think about it, okay? Okay. In boxing, you notice it a lot, too. You mentioned Money Mayweather, Floyd Mayweather, Pretty Boy Floyd, as he was called back in the day, flash it back on a Friday. You know, again, because he could eat McDonald's and burn it off. But you see these other fighters, they have these habits, and then they stop. And, and you're used to seeing them when they're trimming up, getting ready for a fight. Marcos Maidana, if you saw that guy now, you'd never recognize him, ever, because you only saw him when he got in the ring making now- weight. And now he's just like a, a, a heavy set guy. And you guys remember the very flashy Prince Nassim Hamed? I mean, this guy was an international world champion. Very flashy, dancing into the ring. I the remember. The guy yeah. looks like, if you look it up now, looks like nothing like you remember because he probably kept up with those bad habits. And then you stop hitting the gym and it catches up to you. Well, but we you know, closed this. We you, know this true to, uh, you know who is true to his sponsorship? Who? And we, we learn this, uh, the more we learn about, of course, the, the GOAT, Michael Jordan. He did, he says, he says, and it's backed up, that he had McDonald's breakfast every day. I mean, every day the dude, the dude had McDonald's breakfast. Dude, have you had those hash browns? They're hard to resist. Austin Reeves, because again, he was rumored to be dating her at one point. And again, hottest commodity, no doubt about it. Filling stadiums, we get it. But... He was on some show, and and he was like, nah, I don't know her. Never met her. Something about, like, 
It's all BS. Take a listen. I've never met her. Okay. Never oh, so it was all bullshit. No, all Oh, it was all I don't know. I ain't never talked. I ain't never talked to her. Because I've seen I said, they're trying to hook and all I'm thinking is, why would this guy deny it? You let the, you lean into the legend, Kavino. I asked Danny G earlier today when we were just chatting about the show. I said, Danny G, let me ask you a question. If there was a rumor that back in the day, yo, did you hear back in the day, Kavino, that Danny G used to used to get it on with J Lo? Would Danny G correct you? Be like, yo, man, no, that's not true. Like, why would you? Why would you correct <laughs> no. it? Not at all. So that's the question we ask you, Fox Sports Radio Nation. You know, do you lean into the legend or do you correct somebody? I know Rich has a story, but hey, man, if there was some story that that made me look kind of cool and associated me with a Taylor Swift type and people were believing it, I would just shrug my shoulders I, like, that, like that emoji we got. Like, yeah, I don't know. Maybe I, it's don't, know true. If I don't know. Uh, I don't know if you know this, in the 80s, uh, you know, back in the day, before he met his lovely wife, Suzanne, you know Ramos used to hook up with Samantha Fox? No, that's not true. <laughs> <laughs> why right? would you, yeah, why would we roll with it, right, Ramos? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and by the way, that clip was courtesy of All the Smoke on Showtime, where Austin Reeves like, BS, I don't know her, never met her, and they had a good laugh about it when, again, he could have just left it to everybody else's imagination, you know, without being a creep about it. You know, hey, think what you want. I don't know. And, Rich, I know you got a story, a legend, well, that became yeah, you know, reality. It, it's, it's just an example, and, and, and this, is, this is just my example of lean into the legend. Why correct people if they're saying cool things about you? Or, if, like, if someone said, hey, Kavino, if – that J-Lo thing I said about Danny. If anyone made a rumor about, yeah, you know, Kavino, back in the day, you know, Carmen Electra and Kavino went on a few dates. Would you Got correct someone? On. Would I you know cor- from experience, dude. Would, would you <laughs> correct someone? Uh, honestly, probably not. I'd let them believe whatever they want. You know, yeah, I don't, you know, you know what you would say? Yeah, I, don't, I, don't, yeah, I don't want to talk about it. I don't, I don't yeah, I don't know. It does you so, no good, Rich, because I still remember the story that your New York radio station coworkers passed around. Yeah, it's like a it's, game of it, telephone. Dude, Danny, it was the one I was going to bring up. So back in the day, and it's coincidental because I just happened to see them last week. I was in New York, so I went up to the iHeart facility in the Big Apple, their new one in Midtown Manhattan. I actually bumped into our uh, our big sales guy, uh, Dan Metter. So I saw Dan. I saw the whole Elvis Duran crew. I saw Charlemagne the God. All the iHeart people out of New York. I'm giving bro hugs and fist bumps. I got to catch up with all my old friends in radio that I that I knew in the early 2000s. I heard you and Seacrest did like a perfectly timed chest bump in the hallway. Is that true? <laughs> it's true. No, that, that was at the L.A. facility out here. That yeah. Was, uh, yeah. yeah, but I, I heard he was in New York visiting. And <laughs> so back in the day, you know, they have the Jingle Ball concert every year. Every city's got their Jingle Ball in the winter. In the summer, there used to be a concert called Zootopia. It was Z100, which is the equivalent to every Kiss FM out there, like the big pop station. It was at Giant Stadium in the Meadowlands. Your version and of the weenie roast out here from Kiss FM in L.A. Yeah, they like the weenie roast or one of those wango tangos back in the day. Like that, the big concert. And on stage, they had hot tubs with promotional models. Now, at the time, I was like the 20-something-year-old like nighttime DJ on the pop station in New York, Z100. So during the event, I said... Hey, can I like hang in the hot tub with the promo models? I mean, I'm 20, Danny. So in my, in my mind, I'm like, it's a pretty reasonable ask. Like, hey, do you mind if I'm just sort of like hanging around that area? That's probably half your pay. Yeah. And I said, you know what? <laughs> Instead of my holiday bonus, I bet you just let me uh, hang with the promo models. So I'm sitting in the hot tub, flirting it up, just doing my thing in my 20s. And our pal, Elvis Duran, big dude at iHeart in the pop world, started a rumor saying like, I'm pretty sure Rich Davis was doing something under the water with some of those girls. So the rumors started spreading that during this live event with Pete Diddy's on stage with Mariah Carey and Bon Jovi, when everyone's on the stage performing, the rumor was that... What were you guys doing under the water? Were you diving for a penny? I'm like, what? But the rumor started spreading to the point where I was like, well, no one's saying I'm in trouble. So why would I correct him? I'll let people think that because... It sounds like a cooler story. What am I going to be like? No, guys, that's not true. So it I just let build the legend. It created the legend. Rich <laughs> so... didn't like perpetuate the legend. He just never denied it. Right? It'd be wrong if he sort of uh, bragged about it. 
but he sort of leaned into it a little bit. So, without, smirk, right? You don't yeah. say anything. He just smirks and doesn't doesn't add to it. it. Yeah. No, I mean, like, so I'm just saying to anyone listening in your office, among your group of friends, at your job, wherever you're at, if there's a rumor about you that's funny or complimentary and it's not true, I'm not saying lie, but you don't need to correct people right away. Let them roll. As I said here, I wrote this down, Kavino, lean into the legend. Why would Austin Reeves go on a podcast and say, yo, never met her? I thought Austin Reeves was slightly cooler when I thought he hooked up with Taylor Swift. Yeah, yeah, and and you know what? As Robert Wool said on History 101 on HBO, when that was a great legend, show, by the way, back in the day, Robert Wool History was. 101. That was a good. That Robert was a good one. Wolf from my hometown, Union, New Jersey. When the legend becomes fact, print the legend. There's so many stories in history that really didn't go down as we thought it did, but people didn't deny. It. I believe the um, what's the the British are coming? The British are coming. Yeah, who who's yeah, the Paul Revere? Kavino? Paul, Paul Revere. Revere. Do, do, do I, you need a history that, lesson? <laughs> I know. I was drawing. Hey, I've had a Rich Davis moment for once. You had my back. Um, Paul Revere. Like it wasn't even Paul Revere that did that. But again, they ran with the story. And the legend became fact. For all we knew, years down the line, we could have been like, yeah, Austin Reeves, man, great player. And he dated Taylor Swift. What a guy. But yeah, he shot I, that down immediately. I mean, think about when, the, when you lean into the legend and someone corrects it. How lame it is when Joe Montana talks about how uh, Rudy wasn't like that at all. Yeah. Doesn't it just like point? Yeah, Joe Montana ruined Rudy. Just like, leave it alone, man. That was one of all of our favorite movies growing up, and he had to ruin it. Yeah, right. You know what, know, what, know what bothers me more than anything, Danny? And I know it bothers Cavino so much when our buddy Spot, our video guy, loves to talk about that hot Cheeto movie and how Richard, Ricardo Montañez, Richard Montañez, was not responsible for the hot Cheeto. Like, let us feel good about this story. Stop telling too many truths. Right. Stop bringing reality into the, the legend Come that on. we want to believe. Thank you. So, just a reminder Austin Reeves reminded us that. You know, clearing up a harmless little funny rumor does you no good. Let the legend grow. It's more, it's funnier and more entertaining when you just don't say anything. The end. That's it. Yeah, like that time Danny G performed Regulators and he filled in for Nate Dogg. Remember when Danny G performed Regulators no with Warren way. G? Yeah, it was Danny G and Warren G. Remember that? Uh, <laughs> you know that one time? That- remember, it was $8,000 in cash that night. Yeah, oh. remember when Danny G went up there, performed, and rocked the house? That happened, right, Danny G? Oh, well, guys, it wasn't really true. Uh, you know, it was, it was well, it really, it really didn't go down that what way. What had happened was you got a few minutes. Oh, uh, yeah. No, I, you don't say any of that. You just shake your head and be like, man, what I, are you doing? Yeah. And I, you, you know, you change the, the subject, maybe. Yeah, yeah Danny, exactly. not, not, to, uh, not to sound uh, sexist towards my wife or any girl I've ever dated. I feel like women are good at correcting you when you're trying to just enhance the story. Oh, yes. <laughs> like, 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 women I, in, I, our, in our buddy spot. In our spot, buddy spot. Yeah. You're like, what do details have to do with this right now? No, Dude, you know, an you're example, ruining it. Danny, if I, if I were to say, yo, it was crazy. There was, uh, I don't know, down the, down the block there was a fire and there was like, you know, there was like 10 fire trucks there. My wife would be like, well, there were like three fire trucks. I'm like, no, there were 10. There were 10. <laughs> like, like, stop it. Stop ruining my story. Ruining the legend. And that's what Austin Reeves did for his own story and his own reputation. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Hey, what's up, everybody? It's me, three-time Pro Bowler LeVar Arrington, and I couldn't be more excited to announce a podcast called Up On Game. What is Up On Game, you ask? Along with my fellow Pro Bowler, TJ Hushmanzada, and Super Bowl champion, yep, that's right, Plexico Burris. You can only name a show with that type of talent on it. Up On Game. We're going to be sharing our real-life experiences loaded with teachable moments. Listen to Up On Game with me, LeVar Arrington. TJ Hushmanzada and Plexico Burris on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast from. Hey guys, this is Matt Jones, Drew Franklin from the Fade This Podcast. We got a great episode coming up, picks in all the sports, football, basketball, we do them all, but here's a preview of this week's episode. Nothing to do with anyone personally, but Creighton is the team every year that the nerds 
you know, the basketball nerds. They're like, you know who's really good? Creighton. You don't watch Creighton. They play. And I'm like, I don't want to watch Creighton because I agree with Shannon, the dude today. Creighton's never going to win anything. Stop talking to me about Creighton. They're not, never the, gonna, not the not the Big East tournament. They're, well, I mean, they could maybe they win the Big East tournament, but it'll only be luck. But like, they're always like, you know, a sleeper team. That cool. Like that guy who I told you had eight title teams. One of his title teams was Creighton. Is not winning the national championship. It's yeah, I don't not, have him doing that. That like that's why do we all have to act like Creighton is a, is a is a good team? Creighton's like the band they all say you should know if you really knew bands. <laughs> And then they're never at any of those. And then they're never, yeah, exactly. And it comes time for the Grammys, and they lose out to, like, you know, Lil Durk. And you're like, see, I knew Lil Durk was better. Why are you, t- why are you telling me? see the whole time. <laughs> and this episode was brought to you in partnership with DraftKings. To hear more, listen and subscribe to Fade This on iHeartRadio or wherever you listen to podcasts. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Now, there's a story I want to get to in a few, if we can, about Mo Rivera. Now, um, Rich, can I tease you first, though? Sure, go ahead. Yeah, let me tease you. Actually, not just you, everybody, because later today we do a little weekend hobnobbing, what you need to watch in the world of sports and entertainment, right? Yeah. On Mondays, come football season, we do things that made you go, hmm. Mm. But we're going to do something a little different this Monday. Because of the popularity of Immaculate Grid and everything, we've been working on something else. And Danny G calls it Prime Numbers, which we're starting on Monday. And people at home and in their car could also play along for a bribery ball so you get your chance to win. And it's sort of like you go around the room. We're going to throw out a prime number, number eight. And until someone can't think of a number eight in any sporting, uh, in any sport, yeah, you lose. So number oh, eight, eight, I'd be like, eight, Yogi Berra. It, it's, uh, yeah, it's got to be any major league. The problem, one thing I was thinking of, like who's our hockey expert? Because what if one of our contestants says, uh, right. check <laughs> We're like, who's that? He's like, you know, for the Islanders. <laughs> That's a good point. So, you yeah. know what? You know what, Danny? No hockey. <laughs> <laughs> no hockey. No, sorry. Oh, sorry. That's not no nice hockey. to Canada. Um, so, I mean, number going to be. I think it's going to be a lot of fun, though, because – we were talking off the air about how Rich has this childlike memory of yeah. like every Super Bowl, every important playoff game that his team has been in, what he ate, where he was. And Covino, Covino, I'm like you. I remembered players' jersey numbers when I was a kid because we had a plastic sheet dedicated to each of them in our in our book of cards. But as an adult, you know, we, we remember some of the jerseys, but not all of them. Exactly. Yeah, you said you said number eight. I immediately thought Gary Carter, Kobe Bryant, Steve uh-huh. Young, Troy Aikman, like so. Cal Ripken Jr. Right was number eight. Yeah. Yeah. So like, each, I mean, see, so, so each host, go. each host and contestant that week on Monday afternoons will get five seconds to come up with a jersey. Obviously, can't repeat anybody else's answer, and then we go around in the circle until you're out. Last uh, man standing wins. I like it. That's gonna be fun. So that's Monday on the show. Perfect. So join us second hour on Monday around three twenty. 
on the west side. Can't wait. All right. So, again, we're Covino and Rich. I'm in Jersey Union, New Jersey. Rich is in Texas. We'll be back in L.A. on Monday. Hope you have a great weekend if you're getting out the car. But, yeah, we got to talk Mo Rivera. Yeah, there's a again, we're, we're in the summer, the dog days of sports summer. So a lot of funny clips have been recycled and reposted. And you're, and you're like, oh, yeah, I remember that play. I remember that clip. I remember that old interview. And I, I just had a quickie before we get to our update with Nick Cope. Mariano Rivera was sitting down with Daryl. Daryl. Daryl Strawberry, what number, Kavino? 27. 18. Oh, you're gonna there get you go. you're gonna get smoked at this game. Um, I can't wait. I can't wait for Monday. Now, we're all gonna um, be studying on Sunday night. I know, I know. you're gonna give you know, like, gonna be on baseball and football reference. Yeah, all like day. we got a DMV appointment on Monday. Look, Wayne, can I make a right on red? All right, so <laughs> Mariano Rivera, Mo Rivera, sitting down with Daryl, and he tells a story about when he was a young boy in Panama. Mo Rivera, number 42, the last person to wear it. My father didn't have money to buy me a glove. So we invent our gloves. How'd you do that? Cardboard, you know, so we have cardboard. You know what, wait a minute, I got some cardboard. This was gold for me to make a glove. For me, this was something special. So let me show you this thing. This was my glove right here. That's incredible, man. That's it, Daryl. And I tell you what, Daryl, you have to do it again. I want to be just like this. That really taught you a valuable lesson. Because I appreciate everything that I have. When the Lord blessed me with the glove, I appreciate that glove. Because I remember this glove. Yo, and that music makes it even more touching. (laughs) I mean, Mo Rivera talking about how he used cardboard as a glove. Kavino, it sort of reminds me of, uh, I know you're a big Shark Tank fan, Damon John's book that you always reference, The Power of Broke. Well, we've had Damon John on our show. and, And sometimes when your back's against the wall and you're living in poverty, you got nothing. You know, that motivates you to take your career and your product or whatever it is, your your baseball abilities to greater heights, the power of broke. Like, there are no other options. And it's the power of broke where you can now achieve your dreams because that's what motivates you. Like, it's either, you know, live this life or fight myself out of poverty. And you hear these stories, too. Often in, in the Dominican Republic, a lot of times they say they use milk cartons as kids. Milk cartons, they made gloves out of them. And, you know, they play their way to the big leagues, and then they have see-through gloves. Like, is it Lindor that has a see-through glove? Have you seen that? Mm-hmm. He has, a, like, a customized see-through baseball glove now. Um, so it's basically privileged or the power of broke? That's the yeah, question we're asking the, here. There's, uh, there's two ways you make it to the bigs. I mean, you could say there's more ways than all the major sports, but I feel like a lot of people, power broke. Like, you're, com- you're coming from a rough upbringing, poverty, a third world nation, and you're fighting your way. A lot of fighters, a lot of, a lot of boxers and UFC guys are fighting for their lives. Danny G, off the air, you were talking about the, the movie Cinderella Man. Yeah. Oh, James Braddock, yeah. James One J. of my Braddock. favorite movies of all time. And Braddock had to win these matches in order to keep the electricity on in their little shack. Otherwise, their kids were going to freeze to death. Yeah, dude. Like like Rich said, man, that's a such a great movie. If you haven't seen it, something to watch this weekend, Cinderella Man. And, you know, he was building the Verrazano Bridge while trying to fight to keep his power on, like you said. And there's so many fighters, Rich, who are just trying to fight to, to live and survive and get their family out of whatever situation it may be. And I'm going power of broke every time over privileged. Privileged kid that has yeah. the, the greatest camps and the greatest trainers and the greatest opportunities because think of uh, a Julio Cesar Chavez, right? A guy who grew up in Mexico with really a whole lot of nothing, fighting to change his family's stars, fighting to be somebody. And then his son, who was born with a silver spoon in his mouth, with every, and I hate that expression, by the way, but it's the only way to describe it. Got to come up with a better one. I think of Ricky Schroeder every time. Um, <laughs> you know, born with, with all these great opportunities, and yeah, he had amazing skills, but never had that dog in him. Oh, you got fire. that dog in you? <laughs> he never had that power of broke to motivate him because he always had his daddy's money to fall back on. When you got cushion to fall back on, you're not going to fight as hard as your dad did. You yeah, know, so th- that's a great example. Dude, Julio Cesar Chavez Jr. had all the skill and power in the world. He just didn't have that motivation his dad had because he didn't have the power of broke. So I'm yep. going there 
every time overprivileged. Dude, it's it's hard to argue you, but when I think about the path to the big leagues, the path to the NFL, the NBA, like you see, how many parents do you know that are in more privileged areas that talk about how they spend thousands of dollars a year on travel ball and camps and this? I have a buddy who is on his way. No joke, he's on his way to the West Coast. He's sending his kid to Wayne Gretzky's hockey camp. And I'm like, yo, how much is that setting you back? He's like, you don't want to know. So it's like there's ways to get your kid there. I just feel like that kid with nothing just has a little more fight. It's like Rocky versus Drago yeah. in Rocky Four. Rocky's, you know, in the snow training on a mountain and, and Drago's in the high-tech gym. But then again, there's, there's many ways to get to the, to the finish line. But uh, Look, it, there's it always the exception, one. but if we're painting in broad strokes, the privileged guy's never going to be as motivated because he's content. As the guy who, you know, is trying to get out of that situation. But you ever um, think to yourself, though, Kavino, you were a pretty good ball player. You got a college scholarship to play baseball. Yeah. But do you ever think how good you would have been if your parents had the money to get you the right coaches and hitting coaches and, and you, got to, you got to go to the right camps and everything? Well, you know, again, I, I was privileged in the sense that I had a lot of natural ability and it didn't force me to work harder than the kid that didn't. And the kid that works harder is always going to surpass that kid on his natural ability every time. And that's the lesson I learned the hard way, uh, but early on in life to make sure it never happened again. Like no one – I learned a lesson. No one's going to work harder than me, you know, moving forward in whatever it else uh, I was doing in relationships through my career because I saw that the kids working harder than me surpassed me when it came to baseball. So, Ramos – Ramos what do you think has the involved. edge, Fox Sports Radio Nation? Let us know. Well, I, Ramos, always, yeah. I always tell the kids that are very talented, and Kavino just hit it right on the head. I, I always tell them that, you know, you're very talented. You're probably better than a lot of the players here. But at some point, a lot of these players will catch you. And what yes. are you going to do to make yourself better? Are you going to stay the same? Because you're always going to be talented. But are you going to work harder to get yourself better? Because at some point, they're going to catch you. And if you don't work harder, they're going to pass you. And that's a fact. And Kavino's right. Dude, that's that's the story. That's the story of Kavino in baseball. He yeah. jokes about it. But Kavino had a growth spurt early. We always joke about all his Little League home runs. You know, played <laughs> high school and college ball. But you were a decent ball player but in little league you were the guy that everyone's like yo what's this kid doing because the You're other good. kids they started working like ramos said and i want to repeat him i mean it's exactly what happens in life if you don't learn that lesson the person that works harder than you is always going to surpass you regardless of how gifted and skilled you are so i'm going power of broke or the person that doesn't have as much whether it be again financial or or ability to surpass that privileged person every day of the week which is why Nick Cope put such effort into this update. Nick, what's going on? <laughs> what's going on, guys? Well, speaking of the Yankees, uh, some injury news here. Catcher Jose Trevino needs season-ending wrist surgery, and so oh, he boy. is done in 2023. But on the bright side for you, Cavino, Aaron Judge, he is set to take BP on Sunday, working back from that toe injury. Aaron Budin said today, once he has that session on Sunday, that then they might be able to give a timetable on his return. So, uh, Jose Trevino, number 39, I believe. I, I could be wrong. <laughs> You're practicing? Okay, good. I could be wrong. On Fox. Let's send it back to Cavino and Rich. Thank you, Nick. Have a good weekend, buddy. Yeah, you uh, guys too. Thanks, CNR, Nick. Stay handsome, man. You know, you know, stay handsome, Nick Cope. Uh, Fox Sports Radio. I'll do my best. Team, team it up with Tire Rack. We told you about this before. This is pretty cool. Giving away a set of four brand new tires valued at up to $1,500 every two weeks of summer. Uh, that's right. Three lucky listeners are going to get a set of four tires plus installation, taxes, fees, the whole shebang from TireRack.com. So it's the summer of TireRack sweepstakes. Enter, you can enter every day at FoxSportsRadio.com to increase your chances to win. You can register to win every single day. A winner will be selected every two weeks from now until August 27th for those four brand new tires. Enter and get rules at FoxSportsRadio.com. Sponsored by TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverse impact.
Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. Traveling to see your favorite team this winter? You have to stay at Graduate Hotels. They're obsessed with college sports just like us. Each Graduate Hotel is a shrine to its hometown and local college team, but in a good way. Lots of cool details for alumni, vintage sports throwbacks, nods to campus legends, school colors, mascots, you name it. Why would we stay anywhere else? Graduate Hotels is the perfect spot for the next time you go see a game and need somewhere to crash. They have over 30 hotels coast to coast, down south and all over the Midwest, so odds are there's one where you're going, especially for games in the big conferences. You can check out all of Graduate's locations at graduatehotels.com. And when it's time to book, get up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. That's code CRSHOW at any Graduate Hotel, any location, up to 30% off. So go book your stay now at graduatehotels.com. Back to the wall and watching it sail out of here, Jake McCarthy. There's a little bit of insurance. Back-to-back home runs by Riley and Olsen. And for Matt, one of the highest homers he's ever hit. See, uh, Braves Radio Network, Olsen's home run. One of his two home runs. Braves, seven. Diamondbacks, five. And Braves needed that win, been a little bit of a slump. It's the progressive play of the day. Yeah. I know, Rich, as a Mets fan, you're not thinking that they're slumping or need that win at all. No, I was going to say, they, they still have the best record in baseball, right. and the Braves just seem like when they lose a couple in a row, it's like, what? Like, the Braves are 62-33. and 33. They're on, they're on oh, pace yeah. to win, you know, 110 games, it seems. So, I mean, Braves are going to be just fine. Well, remember, we're Cavino and Rich on Fox Sports Radio back in the L.A. studios on Monday, and we debut our brand-new game, Prime Numbers, where you could join us, second hour of the show, uh, 320 on the West, 620 on the East. Again, your chance to win a bribery football, and you can qualify to win anytime by subscribing to our podcast and leaving a nice review. But it's about that time, Rich. is Friday. Let's do it. You're winning bets for talking points if you get stuck socializing. You ever done anything dangerous? You ever dance with the devil in the pale moonlight? That is dangerous. Friday brings us Weekend Hobnobbing. So it's a Barbie Heimer Oppen Barbie weekend. We know that. Yeah. But what? what do you watch? There's a few things I want to throw out there. Kavino, I, hopefully my Mets could help your Yankees. Uh, I don't know why I'm still watching the Mets. I, I'm just hoping for like a little winning streak that maybe has them as buyers in a week at the uh, trade deadline. So uh, we'll see. But Yankees, uh, you'll be rooting for the Mets to beat the Red Sox tonight. We'll see what happens. But in the world of entertainment, quarterback on Netflix, I know you and I are both going to start watching that tonight. We've both been traveling. Lincoln Lawyer, if you watch season one, there's not the movie. It's a show on Netflix. I'm going to start watching season two. Uh, If you want smut and, like, trash TV, new season of Too Hot to Handle, where these people are so revved up. It's like, yo, was I that way in my 20s? Geez, they're told, Danny G, that they can't touch someone else for, like, a week or so, and they look like they were told some terrible news. Their heads explode. It's like, what do you mean? Oh! And uh, Adam Driver's in a new movie my wife wants to watch called 65. That's on Netflix. And uh, The Bear on Hulu. I'm going to try to catch up on that if I can. Everyone talks about The Bear. Speaking of The Bear, Jeremy Allen White, the star of The Bear. Pictures surfaced of this dude. This guy is ripped. Have you seen a ripped? You got to see it. It makes you feel like you need to hit the gym for sure. Uh, Chef right. Daddy, as women call him. Yeah. Yeah. Well, what else do you need to watch in the world of sports and pop culture? Weekend hobnobbing. Um, you mentioned the Mets and the Yankees. Well, I'm going to the Yankees game 
tomorrow. So the Royals at the Yankees. Unfortunately, you know, we heard Nick Cope say Judge is taking some BP on Sunday or whatever. So that means he's not playing tomorrow. So yep. the two games I went to this year, I didn't see Judge, but maybe you'll see me on TV. I, I feel that I might catch my first home run or foul ball tomorrow. So maybe you'll see me at Doubtful. the game. Look out for Doubtful. I, I yeah, think Yankee, you never know. Yankee, Yankees Royals is on no one's weekend hub. I mean, continue. <laughs> well, I'll be there. Reason I know, to watch. Yeah, okay. I'm, I'm, I plan on making it. Um, again, quarterback on Netflix. I heard that uh, you'll you'll have a, a better liking and understanding for Kirk Cousins. What I'm seeing, I like. And of course, UFC Fight Night. Tom Aspinall and Ty Bura are fighting tomorrow night. It's the heavyweight main event. Uh, women flyweight, we got McCann versus Stoliarenko and Wood versus Philly. So some good fights in the world of UFC, UFC fight night this weekend. Uh, Danny, any quickies or what? Yeah, uh, so Netflix, you guys have obviously mentioned quarterback. Both of you need to catch up. Yeah, It's so good that I binge watched it two late nights in a row last week. Got to give the executive producer Peyton Manning a lot of credit here. How good has he been in the media with things he's a part of, his creations? Yeah, this quarterback follows Mahomes, Cousins, and Mariota. And even though Mahomes takes, and Cousins for that matter, takes a lot of the spotlight, Mariota's story is probably just as interesting because it's a season where he fails and he winds up leaving the team MIA. So what a cool... um, docu to watch there on Netflix. Dodgers are in Texas for the Rangers three-game set. And guys on Hulu, little live music. You know I love all live music. CMA Fest is available right now on Hulu. Celebrating 50 years. Luke Combs blew up the stage and Hardy did an amazing two songs. Uh, dozens of country stars live, each doing a song or two. So uh, there you go. All right. Oh, Camino, one last thing. Uh, are you into people that eat toilet paper and lick cats? Because uh, my strange addiction, there's new episodes also on Hulu. Oh, <laughs> nice. Oh, gross. Oh, weirdos out there. All right, we'll see you guys on Monday, both back live in L.A., so I'm excited to see everyone. Have a great weekend. Until then, arrivederci, baby. See you in the promised land. Goodbye. We are Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infinity QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Hey, it's Cavino and Rich. Are you traveling to see your favorite team? Pro tip, stay at graduate hotels. They're obsessed with college sports just like us. Each graduate hotel is like a shrine to the local team with lots of cool details for alumni, nods to school colors, mascots. Why would we stay anywhere else? They have 30-plus hotels in all the best college towns. And get this, you can get up to 30% off with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Go to any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com. Hey, this is John Ridley. And this is Matt Carey, documentary editor at Deadline. And welcome to Talk Talk. John, we've got a hard-hitting episode today. A lot of controversy. Well, maybe we should put the word controversy in quotes in the documentary field about the nominees for Best Documentary Feature. We're going to get into that with some amazing panelists. You get a shot, but the individuals behind every one of those images, they're complicated and they are human. This has been Doc Talk. Thank you. Great conversation. Thank you.